and a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, FCC releases an updated outlook on grain and livestock markets for the last half of the year. Agri-News is brought to you by McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Choose McDougall Auctioneers for guaranteed results online at mcdougallauction.com. Farm Credit Canada says the farm economy will see some mixed results in the latter half of 2018. FCC Principal Agricultural Economist Craig Clemmer says oilseed crops are rising in price, wheat is improving, but pulse crops are down and the red meat sector will be slightly lower this fall. Generally, he says livestock producers should see a good steady market for the rest of the year. I think overall, when we think about what's happening in the canola industry, you know, things have come down a little bit from where we were. We did see prices drop in the first half of the year. But when we look going out, you know, we think that that'd be a little bit more muted reaction and looking for the average price canola be around that $11 per bushel, trading just a little bit above that kind of as an average. So, you know, overall, I think that's a pretty positive story in the in the canola market, and there's some margins there for the producers to gain. And we can see continue to see that with the high number of acres that were planted this year. What about the pulse crops? How's it looking? Yeah, on the pulse crops, you know, it's a bit of a, you know, the, the story isn't obviously as positive. Um, when we look at what's happened uh, with the tariffs in India, that's resulted in declines in acres for peas and, and lentils. And, and that, uh, you know, despite that, we're going to continue to see uh, an increase in overall stock to use ratios at the end of the year. And this is going to put downward pressure on prices or continue to hold prices quite low. You know, we put these in, you know, bushels per acre, but you're looking at, you know, red lentils averaging that nine nine eighty. And, and our peas are looking at, green peas looking around that 890. So, uh, you know, a little bit tougher year, but no surprise, I think, for pulse producers around around the country. And the outlook for wheat? Uh, on the wheat side of things, it's, you know, it's kind of a, an interesting story. We're looking at prices actually increasing kind of from, you know, the, you know, rising above those 2014-15 averages that we saw before and, and seeing a little bit of upside. But that being said, still on the, you know, when we look at our average margins, a little bit below that average uh, cost production in, in Western Canada. As a result, you know, we're going to see, you know, some people are uh, going to see some positive margins for the most efficient side of things, but overall on that average, slightly below that. So, you know, kind of a bit of a mixed bag, stronger prices than we have seen, uh, his, you know, the last few years, but up slightly in that wheat market. What kind of numbers are we looking at? Um, you know, in terms of the numbers, um, you know, I don't, uh, we're looking at something, um, uh, like I said, some higher than that 2015. I don't have an exact price on that number, but, uh, you know, kind of better than, better than what we had at this point. Okay, now let's have a look at uh, the livestock market. What's the outlook for cattle? On the cattle side of things, you know, with the livestock market, we're seeing, you know, a lot of cross-substitution effects. On the cattle side of things, feed prices have been increasing, putting some downward pressure on margins and upward pressure on that feed cost side of things. Uh, and we've seen some slightly larger inventories in the United States. And in Canada, we haven't really seen any expansion. Overall, you know, when we look at where the prices are, strong demand domestically, strong demand internationally continues to hold prices pretty much, you know, kind of sideways for the next little bit. The big threat on that is obviously going to be what's happening in the pork market and, and seeing that downward pressure on beef prices at the, at the store from that competition in meat and that side of the story. But we are seeing really strong demand from the consumer, and that's a good news story. But we are seeing that increase in, in overall stocks and, and overall uh, you know pork coming into the market, which is putting some pressure down on, on retail prices of beef. So you see downward pressure on cattle prices. What about the hog prices? You said that too? 
Yeah, on the hog price side of things, you know, it's kind of a story. We've seen the hog herd in the U.S. and Canada increasing. You know, there's a lot of uncertainty on trade, especially when it comes to, to pork. And with that, you know, we're seeing some downward pressure on pork prices. And you kind of see that that substitution effect in the pork and beef markets and, and putting some downward pressure on pork prices, you know, just because we're seeing lower prices at, at the retail. So, on the pork side of things, you know, we'd expect that slight reduction in the price that we're seeing for hog producers uh, are going to receive through the year here. And finally, food processing. You've got an outlook there? Yeah, you know, the food processing industry has, you know, mostly been positive. You know, these downward pressure on some of the, you know, red meats, uh, we've seen lower prices for so a number of commodities coming in, and there, therefore there's been some opportunity for lower input costs helping support the profitability in the food manufacturing sector. You know, the one thing we have seen is we have seen prices uh, of wages increasing in Canada, you know, a tighter labour market, which is presenting some challenges. So, uh, you know, that seems to be where we're seeing the larger challenge for the food manufacturing sector. But I think overall we're seeing a fairly positive food manufacturing sector here in Canada, and the lower input prices are being offset by higher labour costs and some of those inflationary costs that we're seeing across the board in in the Canadian economy. Craig Clemmer is the Principal Agricultural Economist with Regina-based Farm Credit Canada. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. What started out as a hobby has turned into a thriving business for a farm family in southern Saskatchewan. Peg's Kitchen is a fixture on Park Street in Regina with a restaurant, catering service and takeout business all rolled into one. It all started in 1998 when Vern and Peggy Leipe invited 250 friends to the family farm near Chrono for their 25th anniversary. In addition to hosting the party, they made all of the food, including sausage and cabbage rolls. As people came up and congratulated us and, and after the thing they said well why don't you sell this stuff instead of just giving it away so that's what it is we went to uh, Vancouver that fall and uh, she had a cousin who was married to a gentleman who was a businessman and we asked a few questions and he gave us some some answers that we were looking for and basically our whole business started out on the way drive home trip from uh, Vancouver it was all done when we got home. We had it all hatched out. Peggy Lightby says the food recipe was fine-tuned. I was raised with sour cabbage rolls, and of course that's very, very expensive cabbage. And my aunt in Kelowna said, well, you just freeze fresh cabbage and thaw it, and then you add vinegar and salt. And I said, how much? She said, well, one hip with the salt and two with the vinegar or whatever and give it a whirl. So we came home and we tested cabbage rolls to turn them sour. I tested on Vern and, of course, our three sons until we got the right recipe. Vern explains he started on a rural route around Lumsden, Bullier and Strasbourg selling turkey legs, cabbage rolls, sausage and pierogies. Individuals, yeah. Knock, knock on the door cold, cold uh, which is a real tough thing to do if, if anybody is out there and has to knock on doors cold. Yeah, you got to be ready for rejection. And... Peggy says they also started with craft sales and made home deliveries from the farm. Then they moved to Regina and started a small store. And then we added on the takeout of the hot food, okay. which was the, the hot food meal, which is still today the Ukrainian meal, cabbage rolls, sausage, and pierogies. And then we moved forward from there. I remember one day we, uh, we were uh, rolling cabbage rolls, and the phone rang. It was a chef from uh, Travel Lodge South. He said, I hear you make cabbage rolls. I said, yes, we do. He said, well, I'd like about... 10 cases. I said, well, they come in, in you know, 120 to a case. Is that, that's, that's fine. 
He said, I'll have you know right off the bat. He says, I've cooked all over uh, North America. And he said, I took my training overseas. And he said, my cabbage rolls just don't cut it. <laughs> and then shortly after that, about three weeks later, Centennial Food Service here in Regina phoned us. And they're still one of our customers today. Peggy says the restaurant portion of the business started in 2006. And when the uh, health inspector gave us our license for the restaurant, he said, I'll give you the, your license for a caterer. And we said, oh, a caterer? And there it was. So, yeah, so we started announcing that with our advertising with uh, CKRM. And the rest is history. They started coming for catering for all sorts of functions, in town, out of town, any size. We do lots of catering. We have the restaurant, and we're a retail. Lipeese's sales are about one-third frozen food, one-third catering, and one-third the restaurant. People from all over come in for our cabbage rolls because, you know, women these days are out working and they're so busy to stand in their kitchen and to roll cabbage rolls. You know, that takes, it's a two or three hour job. Do they have that time? No, they'd rather come and buy them. They're already made. The instructions are on the box. And away they go. And they take the credit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Brownie points. The couple says the business is for sale. And, and we'll stay behind and help them get rolling in the cabbage rolls and show them how it all works. And, uh, yeah, and they can build from there, right? Somebody that's young in their 40s, 50s, they've got lots of energy. Yeah. They can add to it and do whatever, right? So, yeah, that's, well, that's typical what we're looking for. But, I mean, anybody that's interested, we're more than welcome to help them. Vern says the work has been rewarding. It's probably the people, people that we meet. The majority of them are, are, are very nice to us and we try to be the, the same back to them. And well, it's something you create, right? You're creating food from, the, from scratch, right? And it's tasting good and people are enjoying it and people tell you that, right? Vernon Peggy Leipy own and operate Peg's Restaurant on Park Street in Regina. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hall is Wealth. Call 1-800-284-9999 for more information or to book a free consultation with the office of Scott Bjornson Hall is Wealth. Scotia Capital Inc. is a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and the Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada. Market update also brought to you by Flamin Sales in Saskatoon, Southie, Prince Albert, Yorkton and Swan River. Visit Flamin.com. Grain prices at Viterra were mixed in early trading today. Canola rose 5.10 at 472.34. Oats fell 7.53 at 145.90. Number one red spring wheat gained two sixty two at two hundred fifty dollars and twenty five cents. The rest were unchanged. Durham two fifty four fifty nine. Feed barley one seventy two sixty three. Flax four eighty two forty two. Yellow peas two twenty one fifty four. Feed wheat one seventy five forty four. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange, September wheat is up five and three quarter cents at six oh six and a half cents a bushel. The Livestock Quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia 642-4180 or Weyburn 842-4574. This is the market report for the Weyburn Livestock Exchange for the week of July 31st. It was Weyburn's turn for a regular sale last week. 
D1 and D2 cows sold from $0.83 cents to $0.93. Cents. D3 cows sold from $0.73 cents to $0.83. Cents. Canner cows sold from $0.20 cents to $0.40. Cents. And good butcher bulls sold from $1 to $1.16. There weren't enough feeders in any weight break to establish an accurate price quotation. This has been Stephanie Digg reporting from the Weyburn Livestock Exchange, the market that gets the cattle and the prices too. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 6,500 hogs Monday, selling a range of 149 to 170 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 7,000 head, selling a range of 145 to 166 per CKG. Ham's cash hog price today is down and four contract prices opened lower this morning. On Monday, the Canadian dollar was up 26 basis points, with the daily exchange rate at 1.3021. Canadian dollar is currently trading at 76.70 cents U.S. U.S. cash markets were lower in yesterday's trade to start this week, with regions reporting declines of $0.80 cents to $1.50 per hundredweight. Pork bellies have dropped more than 25% of their value over the last two weeks and are priced at approximately half the value that they were at this time last year. Until recently, pork bellies were the only cut that was following the typical seasonal trend and partially offsetting the weakness in ham values. Lean hog futures are approaching new contract lows this morning, with the weak cash market performance having a direct influence on the October and December contracts. Farm weather is next on Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland, working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina, specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry Shepherd at 352-1866. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today, mainly cloudy skies clearing late this afternoon, risk of a thunderstorm, wind north 20, and the high 25. Clearing tonight, wind turning to the east at 20 kilometers per hour, the low 11. Wednesday, partly cloudy, wind east 20, becoming light near noon, the high tomorrow 26, the low 15. Thursday, sunny with a high of 30 degrees, the low 15. Friday, sunny skies, the high 28, the low 13. Saturday, sunny with a high of 28, the low 14. Sunday's forecast is for sunny skies with a high of 28 and a low of 15. Monday, sunny and the high near 30 degrees. The normal high is 26 for this time of year. The normal low is 11 degrees. The sun rose at 525 this morning. It sets at 845 tonight. And around the province, we have the hot spot in the far southwest corner at Valmarie at 24 degrees. The cold spot is further north. It's up north at Collins Bay. The cold spot is 13 this hour. On the roundup, Estevan 22, Saskatoon is 22, Swift Current 19, Weyburn 20, Yorkton is 18. In Regina with cloudy skies, it's 20, that's 68 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the north at 22. Humidity is 63%, the barometer rising 102.1. Cloudy in Moose Jaw, 18 degrees. Winds are from the north, northeast at 21. Once again, Regina, cloudy in 20, that's 68 Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.